0: hi welcome to the coffee chat show here on buzzing patea and today what better day to come up to the old siam country golf course with a very good friend of mine here tyrone and tyrone welcome to the show buddy uh, cool. nice to be here man yeah as always he, he's not a bad golfer he, you know he's all right he's okay but before we dig into all the golfing stuff i mean thank you very much for taking the time for you no know, coming not. and having a chat with us here on the channel i mean Tyrone, tell me a bit about yourself i mean how long have you been here now in thailand In Thailand, I've been here now 15 years. 15 years. Now, I have to say, and this is a bit begrudging because I have to say it, but you're not bad in the old Thai language either, are you?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, I mean,
0: I I thought I was good. And then I sit with Tara and I'm like, okay, it's back to school then. I mean, (laughs) one of the questions I always get asked is, is it easy to learn Thai? But I mean, your level of Thai is, is extremely good. I mean, is there any tips you can say? You know, guys out there, if you want to learn this language, what did you mm. find was the key to success? Because you really are like a, a whole new level.
1: Cheers. Ah, no, um, I think you know, for all of you guys out there wanting to learn Thai, one of the, the biggest things that I've found is is you need to learn vocabulary. Mm. Right? So for me, it was really just learning words, 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 words. Yeah. Because the actual structure of the, the, the sentences and the yeah. grammar is not that complicated. Yeah. So they don't conjugate any verbs. Yeah, yeah. All this, you know, the adjectives, the different mm. ones, uh, doesn't exist. So, so I found it's, it's learning a pretty... to
0: read was was like the key.
1: Learning yeah. learning to read is good, yeah. right? Because if you can if you can read, it kind of gives you a better of an understanding on how the sentences are put yeah. together. But then on the other hand, it's more. Um, I have a lot of mates, you know, they speak Thai, which can't read. Yeah. So Weird, and they it? just kind of go through that vocabulary style yeah. of kind of learning, and I think. Pretty much in any language, really. Yeah. If you have a big w- vocabulary, you start to make sense
0: of how it's all put together. I mean, I must admit, and I, and I do say this like tongue in cheek, but if you was to stand away and listen to you without you actually knowing that it was you speaking, I mean, you have got it nailed. You have got it nailed. Fair play. I'm so jealous. But uh, I mean, obviously today, you know, we're up here at the TPR Academy, which is the the golf school that you've got here. And it's an incredible, incredible facilities. And all you golfers out there, guys, you've been nailing me saying, come on, golf courses, golf courses. This is your man. And we're going to talk a lot more about the the TPR Academy. I mean, what a view you've got. I mean, it's a nice office, isn't it? I mean, it's not too bad. Is it not too? shabby i mean i don't know how that compares to your view but to me i'm looking at there thinking wow that's yeah, it's like all right. something else it really is could be worse right? i mean obviously i know you as a friend so i know you've got a, a, a long history in golf when tell me a bit about the golf i mean when did you first pick up a club when i was seven years old seven years old so a couple yeah. of weeks back then yeah just a couple of weeks ago <laughs> yeah. you know and you didn't just pick up a club did you because i mean i i know you know you you excelled didn't you i mean you've uh, you've reached the dizzy heights of being on the pros and uh you know yeah. Yeah. i mean how long did that take you
1: Well, it's basically been pretty much a lifetime, really, right? So, you you started as a junior, got into like the elite group of the juniors back home at the home country club at Switzerland, district team, stuff like that, and then uh, actually tried to see if we could get into the national team. Wow. But I quit pretty early, right? So, after like three years of golf when I started, um, the whole thing just got too much for a young lad, you know, dabbed really on you and yeah, you know, it's all right, golf is it and Sorry, this is son. what you need to do, right? So, <laughs> and uh, as a young lad, sometimes you just don't understand right, that suddenly like mm. other things like football, basketball, yeah. or hanging out yeah. with your mate oh, and, yeah, uh, you know, is, 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 is a no-go anymore, right? Yeah. Uh, and I kind of lost the fun. And then I had a break for almost eight years. Wow. Right? Kind of here and there on the range, a bit of a yeah. whack around, but nothing crazy. And then I actually jumped back on it and uh started practicing again then actually came to thailand and really fully committed myself onto to practicing for six months got back down to a decent level went back home army work and then at some point i sitting in switzerland looking outside miserable weather cold snow <laughs> right the whole thing can you remember the cold oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can.
0: we well, think it's cold here when it's like
1: 15 degrees you know i've been here so long now that yeah. i actually start missing it right <laughs> but um so then, and I just said, like, I need to do something different, right? Mm. And I was thinking back at my junior days and also at the coach that I had here in Thailand, David Gom, who's actually, I think, back again in Thailand. Oh, wow. Cool. So we need to catch up with him, David. Yeah. Right? So if you're watching this, uh, I'll come see you soon, or you come see me at the old course anytime. Um, so they all said, look, you've got some talent with this. Why don't you try to make something out of it? Chatted to my dad, who was in Thailand at the yeah. time, and uh, went on from there, you know, so I came back and uh, decided to really Go practice hard, turn pro, started playing. Then, as you said, you know some professional tournaments, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's so kind of been in that shoes. And never really been at the very, very, very top. Well, you say that, I right? Mean, come on, let's but,
0: uh... come on. Let's be a bit more honest. Yeah. I mean, to reach that level is just incredibly hard. I mean, it's just like thousands of people fall to the wayside, and a handful succeed. Yeah, that's so, that's true. Yeah, so, you that's know, true. it's not like oh yeah, I just thought i give it a quick go and, and go for. It. I mean, I want to ask you a question. Obviously, the the one thing I think about golf, and maybe you guys watching will agree with me, is the margin for error is like so minuscule. It's incredible. You know, half a millimeter in the downswing and you're, you're in the trees. I mean, fortunately for me, I don't deal with millimeters. I deal with more like feet. So I'm obviously in the next boundaries over there. But that incredible level of detail is immensely pressurized. How did you feel the very first time you teed off as a pro? I mean, were you like, oh,
1: yeah? God. I mean, I remember my first. Did you tough your shot? <laughs> no, I actually hit a, hit a decent drive, but then it kind of curved off and actually dumped it in the water. Oh right? no! So your yeah, very so that was my, my very first uh, experience <laughs> in a professional tournament, and it was actually in uh, Huahin,
0: here wow. in Thailand.
1: So um, we were at this golf course called Majestic Creek. Yeah. And we, I started. I think it was actually on the ninth, no, on the tenth hole, rather than on the first. So they call out your name, and you know, from Switzerland, da da da, Tyrone Rankley on the teeth yeah. and then. Barely anybody around because it's not like a massive mm. tour. So, but you still feel the jitters, right? Because guys oh, are watching, yeah. other peers, pros are there with you. And then I have this tee shot that's literally about two hundred and fifty yards over water, right? Stalk like puffle, and the water just gets wider as it goes towards the left. And my miss is <laughs> going a little bit left. <laughs> I can relate to so, that. Don't worry. So, so uh, I hit this drive and I absolutely smoke it, right? So, goes going out. Oh, great shot. And then as I, as we keep watching it just starts drifting <laughs> off and off and off and off and I'm like oh no, right? Yeah. And it hits the bank so it actually carried quite a long ways Wow. Yeah. Hits the bank and jumps back into the water.
0: Oh, I bet you a guide. So Pretty did, you, much. did you take the drop from there or just you, no, you, you, you had to reach for re-te. that, right? And so how then, was your
1: next shot? <laughs> that was all right. <laughs> but I just like okay, I'm not going to cut off as much <laughs> of the water. I'll go a little bit more to safe route and then
0: and did you when manage to man. save power on your first hole? No, I bogeyed oh, it. Oh, no, what a so, mean. Hey. E- I mean, can you imagine that? You're there, the beginning <laughs> of, of your professional career, you've yeah. duffed into the water and you bogeyed your first hole. And I bet you're thinking, well, this is a good start. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> but then I actually played
1: quite well, you know, throughout the remaining days. Yeah. But it, it was interesting, you know, it kind of, even though you messed it up, it kind of lifted the pressure a little bit. Well,
0: yeah, I suppose you must have thought, well, it's going to get much worse. You're, you're
1: out there and going, <laughs> yeah. and I said, look, it's, it's the first jitters, first tee jitters are gone, yeah. right? So you just kind of keep on, keep on moving, really, right?
0: so. Is it only the first tee? Because I get 18 jitters, and that's normally <laughs> every, every hole, you know, it's- Yeah, uh, usually the jitters are staying longer, the worse you are, right? I mean, so. if I even get down the fairway, I'm thinking, what a great shot that was. You know, normally I'm in the trees, or like you say, in the water, i yeah. mean, like, oh, I'm hopeless, I really <laughs> yeah. am hopeless at golf. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, in, in terms of like the, the golf side of things, I mean, what made you take up golf?
1: That's an interesting question i think it was a little bit more my dad because he kind of picked up the game first okay uh just with with a couple of his mates you know went to the range and actually really started enjoying it it actually got pretty yeah. good he played all the way down to you know single figures did he wow so a decent golfer still playing now yeah. you know um going strong 75 now right so not as healthy anymore with yeah. the legs and everything yeah. but he got me into the game mainly and it was basically you know as you just asked me you want to come to check out how golf is like. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, so they had this junior program at our country club and from there we uh, just got to meet another lads that were my age, which is I think is hugely important if you mm. kinda wanna get started and that you know, they have some other kids around you. Yeah.
0: Right? Definitely, yeah.
1: Um, because otherwise it could
0: get really, really stale really quickly. Mm. And yeah, it just kinda went from there. And like, I mean, I'm I'm a father, so my son plays golf as you know. And I can honestly say, it is the most soul destroying experience in the world when your son nails you at the game. How did your dad feel? <laughs> did he share my pain? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. I think he was actually
1: kind of happy that you know, I started exceeding him yeah. at, at some point. Um, it's just, well, he'd it, right? So, yeah. Because he's not really there practicing like mm. you know, every day and hours now. Hours, so he expects you to beat him at some yeah. point. You know, he was, he was, he was happy. Um, but still sometimes if we play here and there now, it doesn't happen too many times anymore mm. because I'm not playing much, mm-hmm. uh, more just coaching. He still gives me uh, some shit for
0: you know, hitting, hitting, <laughs> hitting
1: a crappy one, right?
0: Do you know what, honestly, I, and I hate to admit this, and, and it is a flaw of mine, but I'm super competitive and yeah. like I've played my son Aiden who plays at a very good level and uh, he's only 13 and when I duff it, I can see him and he's looking the other way and he's giggling and I, and I get so angry. <laughs> And I'm like, I can see you laughing. It's yeah. not funny, you know, and, he, and yeah. he's just giggling away. And I'm like, how many years would I get in Joe if I was to chin my lad for, <laughs> for laughing at me? You know, but, oh, it's so destroying. And of course, as you know yourself, you know, when you make a bad shot, the, the pressure is then to make that next shot even better. And, and I just duff it even more. And I'm like, oh, this is just so Yeah, not so he's, he's, got,
1: he's got you on the wind there. You know, oh, he I, knows which buttons to push. I, I, I- won't play him anymore.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I honestly that. won't play anymore. I, I love it. I get my camera and I say, come on, son, off you go. And, and he goes off and plays and I, and I follow him, mm. but I can't play him anymore. Mm. I am such a sulk. I, I really do. I have a real Teddy tantrum and I sit there sulking and he's just giggling. And I'm like, oh, this is really not good. I mean, coming back to the golf, I mean, obviously we're here in Thailand. I mean, Thailand's got some incredibly beautiful courses. What made you come to Patea? Why, why here?
1: You know, again, one was because my dad was basically here, okay. right? And he also played, loved playing golf, and he chose this place. And right. um, you know, the crazy thing about it, I think, inside of an hour's drive, we have oh, somebody yeah. like thirty-five golf courses. Yeah, yeah. So it's really almost a bit of a mecca yeah. in yeah. Asia for golf, right? Yeah. Because a lot of people don't realize that it's like, oh, well,
0: Pattaya, they only think girly bars and yeah, you know, exactly. the whole the whole thing. But for golf, it's a really really cool spot. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that, and. Uh, like you just said, then within an hour's drive, we really are spoilt for choice. I mean, in terms of choice, those guys that are watching that perhaps are coming here mm. for the first time, you've been, well, you've played every course here. I mean, what, in your opinion, and uh, those of you that are watching, I know we're, we're located here, but this is a, a non-biased answer. Where, in your opinion, are some of the best, sort of best three golf courses that you really need to play if you're coming here to play golf?
1: In Thailand or yeah, in, in Pattaya? In
0: Pattaya, yeah.
1: Well, in Pattaya really is pretty much, in my opinion, Siam Country Club, okay. right? Because they've got fantastic golf courses. They have now, you know, they've got Old Course, which we are based at. Yep. They've got Plantation, Waterside and Rolling Hills. So they have four golf courses mm. located right next to each other. They're all top-notch and all different designs. So you really get something out of it. Then apart from Siam, I would say Lemchabang Golf Course yep. is, is quite nice. Uh, Burapa. Burapa, yeah. Hilly um, though,
0: isn't it? Really hilly Burapa.
1: Quite hilly. Quite yeah. hilly. It is when you walk in. And I'll give you a top five <laughs> instead of a top three if that's all okay, right. Okay, brilliant. Yeah, um literally. so we have Siam, all four, then Lemchabang, Burapa, Phoenix, and maybe Chi Chan, Right?
0: So okay. I think those are the guys that you need to see, right? Brilliant. Well there you go. So there, there's your recommendations. Go check them out. And in terms of difficulty, I mean are they the harder courses or are they fairly forgiving? I mean are you likely to, to come in with a decent score? It depends, obviously, which tees you're playing. You know, right. most
1: golf courses now are kind of designed, if you play a little bit more off the forward tees, it just gets a little bit easier. The more further you go back, it gets a little bit harder. Mm. Um, so, yeah. yeah, you know, they're not crazy difficult. Some of the Siam courses are pretty tough. Yeah. Um, I would say Lampchebong is not easy. Yeah, but the other ones are all right. You know, it's nothing crazy.
0: So you've gone from a young lad excelling at the sport Trying your hand at the, the, the pro level, which was an incredible, incredible achievement to get to that level. It really was. And now you're here, coaching in your own in your own company, etc. Which we'll cover a lot more in detail yep. in, in, a, in a bit. I mean, what made you go into the step of coaching? You know, if you if you got to that level as a pro, and then suddenly you come away and thought, you know what, I'm going to call it a day now. What made you go back into into the coaching aspect? Well, it's, it's interesting. You know, when I when
1: I failed my Asian Tour qualifying um i had a thought about this so look what am i doing here you know yeah. it's like okay it's cool with the lads to travel and play and compete with each other but money wise it just was not mm. there i mean we had a, i had a private sponsor that would help us out close family friend but still you want to give something back sure yeah and uh, i felt like i was just spending more money than i was actually making mm. especially on the smaller tours you know the the purse is not that high mm. so it was it was one it was cash and you know life and being able to support yourself. And on the other hand, as always, I was compared to my mates, I was always a guy that enjoyed coaching. Mm. So I enjoyed helping people out, trying to learn the game and see them actually getting better at, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. at
1: you know, moving on. Uh, where some others that I know, you know, this the last, it's the worst thing you could ever do, you know, mm. to stand there and tell somebody how to swing swing a golf club. And I, I really enjoyed it. So I felt like, hey, I want to stick with golf, right? Mm-hmm. Because I've invested so much time of my life and hours into this game. Yeah. And I love this game. So coaching was my was my
0: next little uh, and on. you've built a fantastic facility here i mean it it's really is nice. like first class isn't it I yeah mean, definitely And i mean guys if you are looking to improve your game you know i will put all the links and all the information below but please come and have a chat with Tyrone. i mean the facilities here that i'll show you they really are second to none i mean when it comes to to coaching and to to giving instructions to, to golfers out there i yeah. mean what makes the tpr golf academy here so special what makes it a step above all the others mm-hmm. where you know that, that what you're going to give that person yeah. is first class? Well, you know, I think it's just the experience of us being really top, top coaches.
1: You know, um, we've worked with professional, ga- mm-hmm. professional players. We've worked with kids that have won, for example, world championships, right? Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of experience at the very, very top level of this. Mm-hmm. So anybody can really benefit from it. And now also the setup, what we have is, you know, with the, the cameras, the yes, all the, all the gizmos brilliant. and gadgets that we have. Brilliant. It's a very visual kind of learning, mm-hmm. so you can see what this guy is actually talking about, and mm-hmm. you you understand it a lot quicker yeah. rather than just kind of standing there at the driving range without anything and just kind of like trusting the guy to mm-hmm. give you the right information. Sometimes you start questioning, and, but here it's very very clear. It's a quicker learn,
0: quicker way of learning, and yeah, we had a lot of success with it. And you mentioned a minute ago about obviously you've worked with a lot of professionals. I mean, who's the most famous golfer that I worked that, that you've worked with? Probably none that you can really know. I mean, cool.
1: one of my mates, which we helped each other both out a little bit with our games, Grant Jackson, okay. English English lad, and he was something that was almost ranked up to uh, three hundred or two hundred and ninety in the world. Wow! So much more successful than I ever was, uh, but he's now also coaching in China.
0: Is he? In, so, in China? Yeah.
1: yeah, so we've worked with each other, it's not like that I just coached him. Mm. It's like, you know, he helped me out with his swing, I helped him out with his swing, we shared the ideas a little bit, sure. so that is
0: probably uh, the highest ranked player that I've worked with. So Brilliant. Far, right? But I mean, what an achievement though. you know, just to, to be able to even coach these, these players at those kind of levels is yeah. just a fantastic achievement, yeah. it really is. And do you ever feel a bit overwhelmed thinking, I'm trying to tell this dude, you need to be doing that. And he's probably thinking, can you do this? <laughs> um, in the beginning, I
1: think I kind of was. Yeah. You know, when you kind of go like, you know, this is actually a lot more successful player than you are. <laughs> yes. And you go ahead and see, but in the end, you know, you look at any coach player relationship. Yeah, yeah. Very true. You look at football, boxing, yeah. anything, right? The coach is not as good mm. at doing these things that he wants the Very player to true. do as, as it is. So With me, it's just, I have more knowledge Mm-hmm. About the golf swing and everything else around that these guys don't, so they come and
0: see uh, seek out our advice. I mean, it must be lovely to to look at a player, look at his swing, his you know whatever particular part of his game you're looking at, and to know that you can improve him, and also that he can make those improvements as well, and then see the end result. You must think that's brilliant. I mean, that must be so satisfying. It's very satisfying, you know. And I think so far, I would say I've seen
1: more. Success with our juniors, you know, I mean, yeah. I've seen kids, you know We've got this one lad who's here at the Academy since he's 10, 10 years old now. He just turned 16 Wow, he's been a double world champion in the yeah, US. Yeah, I've competing seen him against, on your uh, Facebook post. Uh, yeah. His name's yeah. FIFA. FIFA right, yeah. So uh, great lad then we have another couple of good upcoming players mm. I coached uh, one girl to win another world championship. Wow, fantastic. She's now I think with uh, with a different coach at the moment yeah. And I uh, wish you all the best, of course. But uh, so from there, we had a lot of you know, really cool success with mm. the kids, and they keep on winning as well. you know. So really? uh, it, it's cool. And I think that's almost given
0: us more enjoyment mm. out of that. Huh? I mean, I have to take you down now from, from coaching at that level, mm. to like, what about someone like me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, guys out there that are watching, I'm hopeless at golf, so don't worry about that. But the point being, what I want to try and establish is somebody that maybe say like a 15 handicap or a 20 handicap that's coming here. I mean, how realistic is it them to expect you to make huge changes in their game? I mean, what, what kind of realism is that? I think it's a very realistic thing. You know, I mean, obviously bear
1: in mind, we coach a lot of beginners and, mm-hmm. and you know, like your mid average handicapper to a complete, you know, like a shocker on the golf course. We have, we have all of them, but the, it's definitely realistic to get better at your golf mm-hmm. game. You know, it's like, it's just how much time sure. can you, you know, tell yourself, all right, this is the amount of time I'm gonna spend on trying to improve on golf.
0: If it's not as much, it'll mm-hmm. take longer. Right? I, I think one of the questions that I'd like to ask, because maybe the, the guys out there that are watching this video is, when, when you look at a lesson, I mean, is it, it really is as simple as sometimes a very minute change in your starts, your feet positioning, your balance, et cetera, can make an incredible difference, can't it? I mean, it really can make a huge difference. What would be my realistic expectations? I mean, if I'm coming here to learn, you know, people might think, oh yeah, I've got to do 10 lessons, 20 lessons, 50 lessons, whatever. But you really do make very quick changes in people's games, don't you, very early?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I'd like somebody to walk out of the first lesson having a very clear image, oh wow, Mm. I can actually really make a change with this I understand where I need to go so they have to have a very clear image and they also need to be able to actually see themselves mm. that's why we've got the cameras in here yeah that they can make the change that we'd like to see right sometimes it's as you said you know might be a lot of and one of the things that I see a lot is just setup and posture mm. and balance because that really gets everything kind of started correctly sure most yeah. amateurs are not setting up correctly so it, Everything has a bit of I an think effect to me it's on how take it back. In my knees. There you go. That also won't help. That's but. why
0: I bend like a banana. I have noticed though that they are cutting the trees over there. So did you say you were going to give me yeah. a lesson today? Because they seem to be taking all the uh, trees. First, out. I said,
1: look, yeah, keep them high so the balls won't go out, right? And then they are cutting them anyway. So. Brilliant. There you go.
0: See now, if Tyrone can improve my game, which I, which I would like to see. Uh, there you go. I mean that's the inspiration for everybody. Well, listen, we're going to come to the end of part one. In part sure. two. We are going to talk about a lot more about the the details, about how to to come up here, what to expect, how it all works, what these cameras and everything do, and how it really does benefit you. Um, So we are going to come back in part two. And in part two, I've got a nice little quiz for you. We'll we'll see just how much you really do know about the sport. And and yes, Google is my best friend, (laughs) I'm not going to lie. What's that quiz show,
1: Jeopardy, right?
0: jeopardy What's like that this
1: on? america i think it was this american quiz show oh yeah all right so maybe you're doing something like that maybe it's a new new business model coming for you up there mate quiz shows
0: i think we do, i think we just stick to me five questions and hope you don't know the answers <laughs> all right <laughs> that's about it this amazing brilliant thank you so much for your time guys Enjoy. please look at part two which will be out in a few days uh all the information to come up here to the tpr golf academy it will all be down there links etc email addresses come up if nothing else just come up and have a look at this beautiful course Fantastic scenery here. Have a chat with Tyron. It costs you nothing to have a talk with him. And you know, he'll he'll give you his advice. Maybe swing a few clubs and he can have a look and think, Do you know what, stick to playing pool or whatever, or <coughs> you know, we can work through it. But all jokes aside, guys, please come up, have a chat with Tyron. He's a fantastic guy. Arsenal fan, happy days. We'll talk about hat. that in part two. We will. And uh, we're gonna go from there. Alright, that's it from us today here on the coffee chat on Buzzing Patea. Thank you very much for watching and guys, please stay tuned for part two, which will be coming out in a few days' time. Thanks very much. See you in part two.